everybody to series finale it's the only podcast where three comedians watch the final episode of a television show that they have never even, even seen. seen i'm john paul and i'm zach and i'm jeff every yeah. sunday night we put out an episode we watched that last episode and then on thursdays we put out a bonus episode on patreon.com slash series finale check it out uh, you know, subscribe, call your local newspaper. Yes. Hey, tell a fucking friend. You tell know? a friend. Tell yeah. an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell your it. dentist. A lot of Americans don't have friends anymore, especially American men over 50. Yes. Who are dying at rapid rates. That's <laughs> a despair. So uh, <laughs> tell a stranger, you know, bond, you know, we're, we're out there. Zach's yeah. got his shirt off. I'm realizing now you are really hairless. I really am. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say this. You're not exactly the hairiest man <laughs> in the world. Well, no, but you're... You've got more less hair than me. Yeah, and yeah we I don't both have, have hair. similar styles. Similar patterns. Oh, oh wow, wow. Got a lot of hair. Johnny, <laughs> look at this. Johnny Nips. Yes, there he Those oh, are dude, good. My, dude. my pits smell bad right now. I got to put this back down. <laughs> send us a picture of your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Hair, hair, <laughs> no hair, whatever. Right. Yeah, send it Do to you, us. Well, speaking 18 of plus only, bodies, eighteen plus only. Is that? A uh, side effect of being near Chernobyl. Radiation. Radiation. Oh, you gave a tease. You teased it. We watched miniseries finale. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. HBO miniseries. We got a lot of success with. We did John Adams, which is a classic episode. If you guys haven't listened, check out John Adams. Yes. (laughs) We we discuss uh, cancer. Uh, Yeah, and uh, mastectomies done without. Aid of anesthesia or aid of even a sharp knife or even (laughs) medical knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have a lot of uh, we if if there were more stars limited series, we'd probably do those. But there's not that many. There are not. We're stuck doing this thing. The miniseries is not super popular. What was Band of Brothers a miniseries? Band of Brothers a miniseries. Um, uh, the Pacific miniseries, also from HBO. OJ, the People vs. OJ. Uh, yes, that yeah. is definitely a miniseries. Well, it's kind of a miniseries because The People vs. OJ Simpson is just one season of a larger narrative thing that they do. It's called American Crime Story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So it was kind of like a, it's kind of a miniseries. Okay, oh, but Thanks the second the, the second me. season was about the murder of the the the, the designer. Um, oh, Gucci. Yeah, right. Is that uh, who it is? I don't know. Versace. Versace. Yeah, Versace. the murder of Don, uh, Don whatever Donatello Versace. Isn't that the Ninja Turtle? Yep. <laughs> he was a designer and he got shot trying to really? stop. Really? Shredder. To, yeah, he was Shredder. Shredder ganked his ass. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch kids' cartoons growing up? Yeah, of yeah, I mean, Recess, probably a little, but they meant Recess. very... They Bobby's mean World. Did you watch, like... Uh, well, I used to like watching action cartoons, like, you Scooby know, super, superheroes and, and the Ninja Turtles and fighting cartoons. Uh, I no, get, no. I had a lot of action figures, so I sort of... Your guys. Yeah, my guys. My guys. I uh, used to play with those way more than I'd actually watch the cartoons. Oh, okay. But I liked, like, um, I liked uh, the Angry Beavers. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I did. What if you had uh, a Lego Chernobyl playset? What do you think? Would that be pretty cool? <laughs> I bet that would actually be awesome. That yeah. would be very cool. <laughs> Building the nuclear reactors, you know, the, those are complex images. They Dude, are. Dude, you know what? So Chernobyl is a miniseries. 
I do think miniseries should be allowed in our world. Uh, yeah, I think I think they should be allowed. I I no, can in our see where you're finale podcast. Oh. oh, in the Th- series finale world, I thought you meant in a world of increasing need for instant gratification and lowered <laughs> attention spans. Is it just diving in and accepting where we're at as a people? Probably. Uh, do I think, you it would think be we should be allowed to cover them on series finale, even though they're not necessarily like a long TV series. Uh, I mean, yeah. I it's think more like a six-hour movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe if you're a listener, you could email us, seriesfinalepod at gmail.com. Give nice. us an opinion. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, it's very hard for those of us who are close to the source, who are in the control room, you know, oh, yes. to be able to get a bigger picture of right. what's going on. Yeah, and we might think that we know what the right thing to do, but in reality, we don't understand anything at all. Right. Let and me ask Russia the question. Russia controls us. <laughs> Miniseries almost always an exploration of a true event, a true figure, oh, something yeah. that happened. Very rarely does someone make a fantasy miniseries. Have, right. you, have you ever heard of one? Uh, uh, yes. What do you got? Uh, Stephen King's The Stand, um, ABC miniseries. Is that a stand-up comedy um, <laughs> program? <laughs> it's Stephen King yeah, doing I, his tight, his tight two hours. <laughs> I guess um, all the Stephen King miniseries. Yeah, there was Perfect the Stand, Storm. Tommy Knockers, the Perfect, Perfect Storm. Uh, yeah, that, oh yeah, that's a three-part. TV movie. That's not a miniseries. That's Storm of the uh, Century. Oh. We <laughs> fought about this before, and it is whatever. We it's a get TV it. movie. Wait, okay, and then there's also the there's the Tommy Knockers. There's a bunch of them. Ooh, who? <laughs> that's a, that's another Stephen King miniseries. That sounds like that sounds like breast. So it sounds like <laughs> Stephen <laughs> King, City Knockers, is yeah. the only guy to do the miniseries. The He's the mini miniseries. The miniseries is popular with well, was really popular with him because they did the stand on ABC and it was like a huge hit. Oh, okay. oh, actually, they did It first. That was a huge hit. It was a miniseries. It was an ABC miniseries. Television movie. Uh, and then... <laughs> they did. I'm just saying, there is a difference between the TV movie. <laughs> you... Piece of shit. <laughs> you have to agree with me here. I, I like to call them wealthy science shows. <laughs> to be a real semantic dickhead. Uh, uh, there's a difference between a nerd <laughs> and a wealthy science guy, as we've discussed yeah. in the episode of The Big Bang Theory. So... Chernobyl, uh, the final episode is like a courtroom Episode 5, by the way, which is surprising. You expect the miniseries to be six episodes. Six episodes, yeah. So five for me was a little short. Okay. It kind of makes it more of like a TV movie. Uh, no, a TV movie is max three. Okay, okay. They shot a sixth episode, but it was uh, exposed to massive doses of radiation and died. <laughs> hey, not funny. 93,000 people died. 93,000? Estimates range no, between 4,000 and 93. Yes. If you're a shill for the Soviet government, you cite the official figure, which is 31. 31 people. It's, that is a funny thing at the end. A rough, it's a rough bus crash. That's 24 less than Stephen Paddock's. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 31 more than uh, Caesar Cezak. Free Caesar. Is that why they call Free him the one-man Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, let me say this, too. Chernobyl is about a meltdown at a nuclear power Broad plant. Broad stroke breakdown? No, not yet. Oh, okay, this okay. is a little context setting. We are recording in Somerville, Massachusetts, 52 miles from Plymouth, Massachusetts, which was home to the Pilgrim nuclear power plant. How do you feel about living in the shadows of a nuclear power plant? Does that is make you still nervous? Working? It's been shut down, I think, two years ago, but I grew up 26 miles from a nuclear power plant. Is that what caused the small penis syndrome that you live with today? <laughs> do you know? Was that, was that the... Because no, I, I always thought that nuclear it made stuff get bigger, right, like Godzilla. Right, right, and right. clutch you at mass, it had a different effect. They, mm-hmm. Scientists still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Why do you uh, nuke? Uh, if you want, I know, you I know that I have a prediction for the take that you're going to have, which is that 
uh, nuclear energy is the cleanest and safest form of energy yep. that we have. Yes. I knew it! <laughs> would, would you have been affected had it exploded? Like yeah, I think, I think we would be affected right now. I think it's a yeah. pretty serious situation when you get a, a Long explosion. term, though. Yeah, uh, long, it's, radiation is longest term possible. The radiation half-lives are measured in sometimes thousands of years. Half-lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk long term, it's always, when we talk about especially nuclear waste and stuff like that, it's like the long, it's way beyond, it's beyond the scope of human history up to this point. Sometimes we're talking thousands of years before the materials will be safe to handle. So people will not be returning to Chernobyl anytime soon. No, it's very unlikely. And actually there's a whole science based on um, how creating uh, warning, si- I guess signs, but how do you make a sign that tells future generations that this material will be dangerous if the English language might not be around, if pictograms might not be in use, and there's a whole science of how to mark things as dangerous and unsafe to handle for future generations that might not th- do things like speak English or might not use have the pictograms that we currently associate. Oh, with. that's super interesting. Yeah. What do they? What do they come up with? Nothing so far. <laughs> Uh, big red X. <laughs> well, uh, the big red X is something you might see now that we're in construction season in the city on buildings. The big red X is different from like the white small red X. Nice. One of them means the big red X. If you see it on a building, it's a building that's been cleared out. It's a notice to first responders: do not enter, even if it's on fire, ah. because it's structurally unsound. They've been gutting the building. There oh. should be no people in there. There's no reason to go in. Wow. So do you think in the Worcester fire that killed six firefighters when was that? back Holy in the day? <laughs> that was back like, in the day, like a week. I, I was probably in second grade. Oh, my God. And, um, but they went into because there was they thought there were some homeless people living in it. I wonder if there was a big red X there. That'd mm. be a great question. Great they, question. They, from know, To be honest, that will probably be a miniseries one day. That was a big deal, John Paul. Do you remember this? No. Uh, maybe it was just a big deal because I lived in Shrewsbury. Yeah, and it, was it probably Wilson. was mostly that. But it was six firefighters died in it, which is kind of a lot. I mean, 9-11 kind of one-upped it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, what year was that in relation to 9-11? It, it actually, it must have been to, it, I, when was I? Yeah, it was before 9-11 because I was still in second grade. I was in the elementary school. Was Steve Buscemi there? Was he on the force? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Did you do any arm wrestling matches with Jokar Zarnayev in second grade? <laughs> Um, so Chernobyl, yeah, it's set, it's all about the trial, and you know what I love about it? They make they put it in such plain terms. They explain the science in a way that I can like basically understand it. Yep, this is a show for impoverished science guys, <laughs> people who think they know about science. No, they just no. making a diagram blue and red balance. You can't get out of sync. Explosion. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Good, they do explain. Bad. They do explain it like they explain really well. Nuclear power in a way that I could understand it. Which if you had asked me two days before the show, I would have said I will never get it ever. ever which is ever. where you should be because you. Can't can't understand nuclear power but i do it's not appropriate to say i watched you know well now i know about <laughs> nuclear power no, I, I think I we could we, we could go start up that reactor again <laughs> yeah, if we wanted to i applied to the plymouth they, they let me in <laughs> we could start that baby up we get it we know four we know that four red squares need to be next to four blue squares <laughs> right. and everything's good <laughs> red coils they create steam steam needs balance balance is yes. in the nuclear <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we're sure. dealing with the aftermath of the Chernobyl nuclear disaster. Zach, do you want to give a BSB? Little broad strokes breakdown. We've got a scientist who's testifying at the trial. Another scientist comes up to him and she tries to get him to tell the truth that it was based on a directive from the Russian government. They knew it was unsafe and that they were at fault for the explosion. 
Yes. That's what it's that about. That is all what it's about. It's and and uh, let's oh. dive right into this. Okay. This doesn't come until the epilogue, okay? That woman scientist, Dr. Hyokel or something? Yeah. Not a real person. Not a real person. Not a real person. She is the conglomeration of multiple other scientists sure, who worked right. on his side. Yes. She represents what do you think them. of them making her a woman? Do you think she should have been a man? Do you think, think this it, will be a major well, issue probably, for men's rights? I think she probably, sh- I mean, didn't go far enough. Should have been a black trans woman. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Should have been a black trans woman <laughs> who is non-binary. Well, honestly, they were casting British people as the Russian actors. I think they should have casted black Americans. Why not? Uh, HBO needs to answer that. <laughs> That's the question. We will. We will be sending we a lot of charge. tweets out trying to figure this because out. Because if they're not going to cast Russians, why limit it to white people? I think that is rude. I uh, think that's racially motivated. You know, uh, it's hard for me to answer. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't it, do you think this show would have been better if they just were speaking Russian? In subtitled, I'm a proponent of subtitles. It would have been way less watched. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I would not have, like. It would have been harder for me. Like, it's already hard enough to understand an English guy talking about English guy talking about nuclear fusion. I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine being like. Now I have to read this. <laughs> you you don't watch subtitled stuff. I mean, you know I watch with the closed captioning right, in all right. shows, but that is because I'm usually masturbating, so <laughs> I need to be able to read it. And I don't know. I just think it, if they did it in Russia, it would be like, why'd you do this? You just made it way more annoying for everyone involved. <laughs> it's not like Russians are watching this because That's apparently true, they're, they're making a... Uh, uh, Russia is making a new Chernobyl movie in their defense. Yes. Oh, really? They're yes. going to make their own miniseries that tells the story from their perspective. And we should 100% cover that one. Too. I would love to because apparently what they're going to be making is a show that tells the story of how the Chernobyl disaster was caused by American Western CIA agents. Really? That oh, really? caused the Chernobyl disaster. Yes. That's the pro- that's the thing they're going to go was with. Was it CIA agents? Yes. Of course it was. Do you think no. this story sounds believable? No. Russian CIA. I mean, Western CIA agents. To, why would a Russian nuclear plant ever have an issue? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Well, well they, they were make great those, gymnasts. Yeah, and they make those guns. Those guns work great. They cut the AK-47. That's what he was saying. St. Petersburg. They have a good chapel there. Yep. Lowest AIDS rates in Europe. Really? I don't know. It's not Estonia. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. The best dental dams in the country. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah, I would. Lo- I'd be curious to see what Russia. I would about. love to see that come out. Apparently, I don't know if it'll ever happen because apparently they've been talking about it for a long time. And it's never, well, it would be good. Now it's only gaining traction. It would be this, good because the show and apparently the show is extremely popular in Russia. Oh, Who's really? watching it? Russians. Russians. They're yeah. probably pissed. People are still affected by Chernobyl. Hey. According to what I read online, people enjoy it. They think it's good. It's. I've enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the final episode. I didn't like the final episode. I. It was so boring. They're just showing a court trial. I. I, I didn't it find it. Good scenes and it was intense and it was kind of hilarious. One of the guys being accused of like the main guy in the in the nuclear power plant who's like saying like, "Hey, like he's like." So one of the the main guys is like, he's basically everybody's like, "Hey, don't do this. Like you can't raise the power now. You can't add the coils now. You can't raise the power. Don't do this." And the guy's like, "You're a fucking idiot. We're raising the power. You stupid bitch." And then (laughs) you know what? Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> and then it causes like the explosions, and he's on trial. 
he looks like shit. Like the radiation is yes, affecting it's him. It's messed <laughs> up. A lot of people are yes. coughing up blood. They're aging. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is a trial uh, put on by dying people to assign some kind of blame to somebody for this terrible disaster. Right. And so he's like, but this guy's like, he's interrupting the, the trial to just be like, no, I was taking a shit. I wasn't there. He says, <laughs> I wasn't there. They say, where were you? He says, the toilet. Yes. That's what this main guy, Dyatlov, says. Ooh. So I thought it was, it was he was humorous. He was the he was the comic relief of the Chernobyl disaster. Yes, the- which is interesting because the reason he did that we find out at the end is because he thought there was a failsafe. We learned that the failsafe was faulty and he died. So he has a way to get out of it if he sold out the Russian government, but he chose not to. And he's angry at the scientist. I, I was unclear why he decided to no. take the angle of lying about the toilet. And he had a reason to think that they would, it would be okay. He thought the failsafe would work. Yes. He doesn't bring that up in the trial. But multiple times they tell him, You're, this is going to cause a problem. This is going to cause a problem. Yeah, but he he's got listen. the Kremlin breathing down his neck. <laughs> <laughs> he also doesn't probably doesn't bring it up because he wasn't supposed to speak at all during the whole thing that right. we watched. The, he, He's every, not testifying. It's right. the scientist. Right. Every time he goes to speak, the the judge. Oh, like, right, right, right. If the fact that he did speak was out of turn. Yeah. But it's yeah. also weird they gave him a microphone. I thought you would love it because it's kind of like a town hall meeting. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> yes. local government. But it's only not because square. town hall is publicly available. It's broadcast <laughs> on cable TV the next day. Yeah. Right. And uh, as we find out later, they chose they, they the Russian government suppressed this trial. Yes. They didn't let the press find out about it. Mm-hmm. So it's the complete opposite of a town meeting. I like the show. It's. Uh, it's it seemed a lot like an American courtroom drama, but everything was just filthy and dirty, and the walls were stained. Uh, but I liked well, the kind of dais that the judge sat up on. It was fancy furniture. I thought you would like that because they had fancy ass chairs with logos on them, and you're a fan of that. <laughs> I love a fancy ass chair. They also have it's hilarious. They have the trial in Chernobyl. Like they drive to Chernobyl to have it. it's like well twenty kilometers from Chernobyl. Pretty damn close though for a place that's just had a radiation <laughs> leak that's <laughs> fucked up everyone that they're currently dying from. There's a know? thing going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean they already got those rads. They might as well just go back. Yeah. Yeah. There's a website called Babushkas of Chernobyl. There's like old grandmothers who still live in Chernobyl because they're old enough that they won't die from the radiation. Oh. They'll just die of natural death. So they're just hanging out like gardening and like nice. Probably peaceful as fuck now. No gang violence, yeah, <laughs> when everyone's over 70. No hooligans. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, the Chernobyl disaster, it, the, the whole trial seems pretty amazing. Have you ever been on trial for Have I for been a on disaster? trial, you know, for a disaster? I haven't, but I was a prosecutor oh, okay. <laughs> for a disaster, and uh, it was a local disaster. It was a little pileup, a 69-car pileup on... 93 South. Okay. And I will read what my opening statement is to the jury. Okay. okay? And just to give a little context, this wasn't... Sometimes they move trials. So they moved my trial to Queens, New York, in the shadows of City Field, where the New York Mets play. Okay. Because they didn't want it to be biased by Red Sox Nation. Because (laughs) those three guys who stole that ALCS banner... Yes, you know those guys yeah. from Malden? Wow, they were involved, so it was okay. biased. So this we had to move deep, it. deep, deep Yeah, it's moved to Queens. So this is my opening statement. Men, woman, and MX Matt of the jury. <laughs> I stand before you today to prove to you that Jack Burke is responsible for the recent pileup on 93 South during the Pride Parade. <laughs> it was unrelated to the Pride Parade. It was not a hate crime, but I'm just saying that was the date. There was a lot of traffic. It was the Pride Parade. 
As we know, Jack is a bad attention span, and he was driving for Lyft on this day uh-huh. while he was simultaneously texting, hitting on his passenger, and watching an episode of the OC on the highway <laughs> from his phone. <laughs> All of a sudden, a truck in front of him careened into the median, oh. the divider between him and the HOV lane. The truck driver went into diabetic shock, not because he was obese, but because he was too healthy, and (laughs) this caused him to crash the car. Oh, no. (laughs) This was an accident. It was an isolated accident. But what happened next was a 69-car pileup (laughs) that Jack is solely responsible for. As the truck driver crashed, luckily, one of the brave police officers of this great city was watching. (laughs) She pulled over to rescue him. This police officer was very busty. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had large breasts. And in an effort to make police more friendly to the community, the new uniform shows a lot of cleavage. <laughs> Jack was distracted by her large breast and crashed his car while he swerved into an MBTA bus next to him. Oh, no. Jack should pay for this collision, but he should not have to go to jail. Jail is not a good punishment. It wouldn't make him more productive. And he does work for a, a company that helps people avoid jail. Roca in Chelsea, Massachusetts. (laughs) Instead of jail, he should have to use his horniness for the social good. For the next two years, Jack will use his body to service both young incel men to prevent (laughs) school shootings and lonely elderly widows in order to prevent them from suicide as he gives them sweet orgasms. (laughs) Oh, that sounds great. Um, Sure, I'll take that plea. (laughs) (laughs) That was my experience in the courtroom. What about you boys? Have you ever been prosecuted? Yeah, I've been a prosecutor. Yeah, I actually remember. I have what I I wrote right here. Uh, (laughs) Good afternoon, your honors, especially you, Honorable Head Judge Jonathan Elias. (laughs) Thank you for gathering here to for to hear my evidence. Although we will be discussing a disaster that occurred over a hundred years ago, the facts of the case are relevant and justice will be done. On March 14, 1887, a commuter train was traveling towards the center of Boston from Roslindale when a wooden bridge collapsed. The train had over 300 passengers Dang. and 38 were killed. Damn. Until today, investigators believe that the collapse was caused by faulty bridge design. However, I would like to call attention to the two conductors, uh, Jonathan Jebediah Samson Burke and one Zell Miller Prudence Brazau. <laughs> a man in near, a nearby home was experimenting with creating early gay pornography. <laughs> and in the background of these very gay images, we have identified something even more shocking than the amount of pubic hair popular among, among closeted gay men in the 1880s. In the background of these photos, we can see conductor Burke in the locomotive. Uh. <laughs> He's leaning out the window, and he appears to be shouting something at a woman who is walking her terrier through the streets of Boston. It looks as if he's asking her some kind of question. I have had advanced forensic lip-reading analysis done to the image, and they have determined that Mr. Burke is most likely asking the woman, which one's the hog, rather than focus on driving the train. Now, there are two conductors for a reason, and Zell Brazau should have been able to safely operate the train. However, when we zoom in, we can see that Zell Brazau appears to be completely passed out due to heat exhaustion on the 79-degree day. And although he should have written down the emergency brake procedure, he chose to memorize it instead. Zach Brazau and Jack Burke, how do you prepare to answer for your ancestors' crimes? Are you prepared to apologize for the crashing of one train by allowing several trains to be run on each of you? Yes. 
<laughs> oh man, that was that's terrible. That, was... that what your ancestors did. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Good morning, judges. <laughs> I, ja- I, I was a um, a witness. Okay. I, Jack Dawson, stand before you today as a witness to the Titanic sinking. The man I'm looking at right now across from me is the reason for the sinking of that ship, John Paul Rivera. Oh. <laughs> John, me and John Paul have become quick friends at a card game in England where we won two tickets to America. Uh, <laughs> aboard the Titanic, I was picturing a new life as handsome as a handsome movie star, and John Paul was dodging the World War I draft. <laughs> <laughs> we were the last two in line. I walked in. I walked on, and the ticket guy said, John Paul, I don't think we can take on any more weight. <laughs> John Paul insisted that he not that he not be fat shamed, and the Ticketmaster was afraid of being canceled on Twitter, <laughs> so he let him on. We found our room, but when we got there, John Paul said, "This room is shit. I'm going to find a van in the car storage area." <laughs> <laughs> then one night, I was drawing this sexy rich bitch, and John Paul said to me, "said me next." So I began. <laughs> To paint him like the French girls. <laughs> nice. I began to make love to Kate Winslet. Wow. And then John Paul said, me next. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did the same. I pumped his I pumped his bottom so full <laughs> of man gravy. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. And he went to Dookie. <laughs> it came out with such force that the eng- entire plumbing of the Titanic exploded. Oh. And a small hole in the frame began to take on water. Oh, no. I saved as many kids and children as I could while John Paul grabbed as many bread rolls and wine as he could. <laughs> <laughs> we were all on a lifeboat sitting comfortably, and John Paul threw two kids off because they were snickering at his weight. And he said, You canceled and drowned them. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, uh, do you do you plead guilty? Yeah, I yeah I I did it. <laughs> I did it. What are you gonna do about it? Fucker? You know what? Your needs are your needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. So Lugrazov, uh, he is the guy, sort of the main character we follow in yep. this episode. Fantastic he's a, actor. He's a scientist, and uh, he's he's kind of torn because he's got to give his testimony at this trial, and he's. He's like it's a show trial. Nothing's going to change, but this co- this conglomerate conglomeration of several scientists fused into one woman scientist. She tries to convince him that he should tell the truth about what really Without happened that day. Do you know what happened to Volkov, the man whose report you found? They just removed him from his position at the institute, sacked for the crime of knowing. And you think that these scientists handpicked to witness a show trial? will somehow be stirred into action by me because of some heroic stance I take in defiance of the state? Yes. Why? Because you're Valery Lagasov and you mean something. I am several people. I'd like to think that if I spoke out it would be enough. But I know how the world works. They will shoot me. Khomyuk. You told me to find out what happened. I spoke to dozens of people. Every word they said, I wrote down. All of these books. These are the ones who are still alive. These are the ones who are dead. They died rescuing each other, putting out fires, tending to the wounded. They didn't hesitate. They didn't waver. They simply did what had to be done. So have I. So have I. I went willingly to an open reactor. 
So I've already given my life. Isn't that enough? No, I'm sorry, but it is not. Damn. Damn, dog. Yeah. That's a great fully with that's a great scene. And I love the fact that um they're like it, it, it it's kind of crazy because not that many people died. In the initial explosion, I thought it was like a nuclear do- bomb. I thought it was an atomic bomb that went off. Oh, there was yeah. like eyewitnesses. Like Hiroshima? It yes. was a meltdown. So some people, a couple of things. One, they talk in the end, 400 miners like did something to prevent it from being a total meltdown. Yeah, They, they, they worked to prevent that. Then they, a bunch of them died. Then there were people watching from a bridge, which they all died shortly after. They called that the bridge of death. Uh-huh. Right, they got sick. You're right. But, but I don't understand... Like, only third. Like, how did it not blow up and be a bigger death? Like, people that were working in the power plant didn't die immediately. They yeah. didn't die immediately. That's true. Right. They didn't because the explosion was not. It wasn't an ex- like a nuclear bomb explosion where it's a direct transfer of uh, matter to energy, which causes like a huge, gigantic explosion. It was an explosion of like steam and and volatile gases. That's what exploded. But when it exploded, it damages you know everything inside, and that's that allows this you know, radioactive material just starts spouting out radiation, which eventually kills people. Do you think radiation abides by the three second rule? Like when you, <laughs> when you drop food on the floor, like if you got out quick enough, you think you'd be fine? Uh, actually, no, there's actually a story about this. My friend, Brandon, who works uh, as a radio chemistry thing, he's worked in radiation stuff for a long time. So he's, there's a story about this one particular piece of plutonium that's called, they call that they used to call the demon core and it was a piece of plutonium that they were using to work on the nuclear bomb. And what they would do, they would do these things with it where they would call it chasing the dragon's tail. And they would basically take this demon core and they would put like material next to it that would cause it to start to, uh, to react. And it would cause a kind of a cool looking blue glow. Oh, and, uh, but eventually one day someone actually fucked it up and they dropped it. So it went like super critical for like one second. And the guy like, you know, flipped it away really quick. Like literally like less than a second. Yeah. But he died within a month. Oh, that's my. crazy. Yeah. 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 And then there was another. Just because he wanted to see a cool blue light. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. He was probably trying to impress some chick or yeah, whatever. Probably, yeah, probably. Did he, get Did he get pussy? Uh, yeah, he got it. Yeah, so, so it was so worth it. Was it. Worth it. <laughs> it was yeah, worth it. Yeah. But that's what this is the thing on the show is that I feel like we didn't really see much in this episode, but you know that this huge disaster, all these people like willingly went into this. Some of them not, some of them not knowing, but some of them did know the dangers. Right. And they like exposed themselves to these massive amounts of radiation right. and killed themselves. The, it, it, radiation. The only thing that I when I think of what radiation looks like, I think that we are. It, like I think of the Simpsons and that like blonde like that little glowy stick that falls in the back of his pants. <laughs> yes. In the opening scene. Yeah, the uranium rod or whatever. Yeah, is that what it looks like? I have no idea. Like, I don't know. You know where you're most likely subject to radiation is X rays at the dentist when they put that vest on you, that yeah. lead vest. Really? They're nuking your head. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. I had a have a lot of those done. We, it's uh, very annoying. We, it's uh, like so what? I got a cavity. We talked. Move on. We talked about this in uh, in the episode of uh, what's it called? What was the host- the Nick? Remember? Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a guy who's like uh, who's like ah oh, my hands really hurt. He's like oh I get an X ray. He's like I get X rays all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my hands just keep hurting. <laughs> Dude, so so radiation sounds terrifying. I don't really. Is radiation a gas? 
Is it, it's how, not a gas. Can you there's, feel it? There's there's small particles that are s- like way smaller than molecules. And when radiation is damaging you, it's because the particles in some cases are like ripping through your body, like small, like they just run right through you. That's and it can so cause cell death, and it can cause cancer, and it does all this crazy. It's not shit. good. It's, it's really horrible. bad. It's, it's really like the dangerous. evil version of wise man moment. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you can't really see it. It's very <laughs> subtle, but it's real and it's powerful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, would you guys? Do you guys, if you was a a Plymouth nuclear meltdown, you guys would drive over there and try to help? No, hell no, no. I would leave immediately. <laughs> well, I bet you the, they could pay though. Yeah, probably huge pay, two hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> and that's what your that's what your demand would be. I'd need more than that. Thousand bucks an hour. <laughs> Ten grand an hour. Ten grand. An you hour. could play fucking PS4 until you die a month later. It'd be great. Didn't they just do something <laughs> with the PS4? They found radiation. Yeah. Yeah, really. (laughs) You know what? This is inappropriate, but I have to admit today uh, I was at a a brunch and um, there was somebody talking about a lady who had a miscarriage and I just looked, oh, Chernobyl. (laughs) Wow, that is really inappropriate. (laughs) How'd that go over? (laughs) (laughs) It got a laugh, to be honest, because I think it actually is kind of a fun gag. To blame anything on Chernobyl <laughs> oh, yeah. 40 years later. Well, we've we've also had our Damn, own... Damn, that's interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've uh, had our own nuclear disaster in our own lifetime. Three no. Mile Island, right? Uh, no, I'm talking about Fukushima. Oh. What's Three Mile Island? Three Mile Island was a, a, a way less severe nuclear disaster in where, like New Jersey or something. I think so. Yeah. yeah. What happened? A couple of Italian guys forgot uh, <laughs> forgot <laughs> forgot their mother's gravy, and then they couldn't work that day. There was like apparently some like nuclear cooled like water that was released into like uh, a river. So uh, not good. I mean, but Fukushima was another meltdown situation, just without an like explosion. Like this? Not. Oh, it was bad. It was. I don't know if it was an explosion, but. Yeah, it was it was a really bad situation. Did was, people die from it? Um, I don't know if there, there definitely weren't as many like direct deaths. But, people, but pe- if you Google it, people say that there's still massive amounts of being radi- of radiation being lo- lo- like just dropped into the Pacific Ocean. That's not good, dude. The ocean is screwed. Yeah, I think pretty much everything is done on this planet for th- well, for humans, basically. Yeah, they'll have, animals will have a way better run. Yeah, there's tons of insects. There's tons of life that will survive on beyond what humans can And it's can cool survive. to think what radiation can do to animals. Yeah, it can make Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's in the movie, Godzilla. Right? It's a big-ass yes. lizard. Yes. Is that what Godzilla comes from? Nuclear? That's that's the origin of Godzilla. Gojira. That's what people say. So it's Godzilla's sort of like the answer to... It's, it's Japan with their weird psyche about... Getting a bomb, a nuclear bomb dropped on. So them. a nuclear bomb, though, do people die from the explosion or do they die from? Did you read Hiroshima? No. Oh, it's crazy. Many people do will die in the immediate explosion. Skin How- will melt off. Yeah. Although there's also radioactive fallout, which is when the radioactivity, like the radioactive material, just kind of like hangs around and it ra- it causes like radioactive. It's a silent dust and killer. Stuff. Yeah. Similar to carbon monoxide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> took out weird out parents. Weird parents. <laughs> Yeah. I don't get it at all, to be honest. Now that you guys explained it to me, like, I don't get like I was just like in the air and it's like going through your body. That's crazy. There's things you can't see, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not real. That's why they have those like clicky less counters. You know, like, click, 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 click. you know what I'm talking about? Never no, Ra- the Geiger yeah, counters. Yeah, Geiger counters. Oh, it can tell where radiation is. Yeah, that's what they do. They measure radiation. They make, I'd like, like to a clicking get noise. one of those just for. They should make that an app on your phone. Yeah. I mean, we deal I with radiation all the time. There's radiation that comes out of these cell phones. Out of the you, phone, the you microwave. Put it, you put flying. it right next to your nuts all day. 
how do you masturbate with internet porn? What? You put the cell phone up to No, no, it's in your pocket. <laughs> oh. When you carry it around. <laughs> I thought he was like rubbing it on his collar. Well, Unless phone- you have a serious problem, the most common state of your phone is not watching internet porn. It's resting. The it phone, well, the phone can vibrate, too. So you can uh, rub it yeah. against your wiener while it vibrates. That's hot. And that feels good. <laughs> that feels good. Do you think there was anybody making love while Chernobyl was happening in Chernobyl? And then I- got fused together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People always say it like makes mutated people and shit like that, but that's not true, right? I don't think so, really. There might be a higher incidence of birth defects, but they talked about a high incidence of so, cancer in children. A high incidence of abortions, too. A lot of women in that area, that, uh, I was reading the Wikipedia, I think it was like... You think of miscarriages? No, 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 not Abortion. Abortions, women thought they were going to be affected. Are you telling me a side effect of what? radiation is the disease of feminism? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. We love you, ladies. But that was a good roast. You know, yeah. sometimes you gotta say jokes. Dude, that even, was you know? that was, that roast was hotter than the the meltdown or Chernobyl. All right. Yes. Hey, we love the ladies. Do what you want. Yeah. I would I would require a thousand dollars an hour to go in there and try to cool that down. That was a hot ass roast, <laughs> dude. Uh, what else happens in the show? There's. It's mostly just makes Russia look really gloomy. Couple beautiful like buildings though. After the trial, the guy gets interrogated by like his government handler in a way. He had previously been in a major world conference and he had worked really well for the government, so they were coaxing him, grooming him, getting him right for the speech. And the guy brings him into the room. Great green tile. Green <laughs> yeah, tile yeah. in the room is wonderful. Well, There's- Chernobyl's cool because it shows us what the world will look like when people abandon it you know yes and that's one of the fun things like if you look up pictures of Chernobyl now it's like spooky and interesting yeah there's it's overgrown wildlife is coming to take back over it it's cool did who died though was it scientists or firefighters because at the end they show pictures of like the firefighters clothes that were still in the building I mean there's that was weird what happened to that there must have been firefighters who went in to save people apparently a lot of the first responding firefighters had like no idea the severity of the issue and they thought it was just a fire and so they weren't wearing like any protective clothes they had no clue what was going on and they were Oh, you know, exposed to huge amounts of radiation and um, probably almost all of them. That's horrible. Died. Yeah, that is. Um, I want to play this other clip of uh, Lagrasov actually uh, d- detailing the moments that lead up to the actual Chernobyl explosion itself during the Vienna trial. The fully withdrawn control rods begin moving back into the reactor. These rods are made of boron, which reduces reactivity, but not the tips. The tips are made of graphite, which accelerates reactivity. Why? Uh. Why? For the same reason our reactors do not have containment buildings around them, like those in the West. For the same reason we don't use properly enriched fuel in our cores. For the same reason we are the only nation that builds water-cooled graphite-moderated reactors with a positive void coefficient. It's cheaper. Gotta save that money, dog. The first part of the rods that enter the core are the graphite tips, and when they do, the reaction in the core, which had been rising, skyrockets. Every last molecule of liquid water instantly converts to steam, which expands and ruptures a series of fuel rod channels. The control rods in those channels can move no further. The graphite tips are fixed in position, endlessly accelerating the reaction. Chernobyl Reactor 4 is now a nuclear bomb. 12342. 
Perovozhenko looks down on the enormous steel lid of the reactor and sees the impossible. The control rod and fuel channel caps, which each weigh 350 kilograms, are jumping up and down. He runs to the control room, <laughs> but there's nothing he can do to stop what is coming. 1.23 and 44 seconds. The steam blows more fuel channels apart. We do not know how high the power went. We only know the final reading. Reactor 4, designed to operate at 3,200 megawatts, went beyond 33,000. Woo! Damn, son. That's a lot of power. You could run the your AC for a while. The pressure inside the core can no longer be held back. At long last, we have arrived. 123.45 explosion. Damn. That scene with the steel beams like jumping off the ground, that spooked the fuck out of me. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah it 350 was brutal. kilograms. How much is that? That's a lot. That's heavy, right? That's heavy. 350 probably... kilograms, 2.2 kilograms in a pound. I probably... uh, oh, really? So that's like oh, it's like almost a thousand pounds. Yeah, no, no, no. It's the op. I weigh like seventy kilograms. Yeah, it's big time. It's like seven hundred. Yeah, it's big yeah. time. It's I, like I probably deadlift that every CrossFit. Day. Hell, <laughs> nah, But it, that's, why, that why, that's why. That's so why I thought. That's why I thought it was so scary because I know the amount of power that takes. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful Jack explosion, and now this guy, of course, Lagrazov at the trial, he does what the woman size wants him to do. He he points out. That the cheaping, the 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 short drifting, the cutting corners is, is part of the happened. reason this happened. It's a it's really just not one thing though, and that's I think that's the thing in the trial is that that's they're trying the cool to part. they're trying to assign blame to this, right? Because this is what happens when a tragedy happens. We're like the human mentality is to like figure out what caused it or assign some kind of blame so that we can say that we're safe in the future, right? right. If you can be like, oh, it was Dyatlov's fault, and if we just get rid of that guy, it's fine. But it was well, partially his fault, but it was partially, it was a lot of different factors For me, all I blame it on the guy who originally started the 10-hour delay. They were going to run it at like th at like 4 p.m., but they got a call that said, you need to push this back 10 hours oh, yeah. because it was the end of the month, and the, right. the like electric meter guys had, <laughs> had a quota they had to hit yeah, of wattage, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they needed 10 more hours of cranking stuff out. Yes. They couldn't afford a test. Well, that's another thing. See, that's just another factor. It's, it's a bunch of different things coming together. Similar to in the show Fear Factor, hosted by Joe Rogan, yes. there's three challenges, you know? <laughs> you have to do something physical. You have to eat something gross and yeah. you have to do jujitsu with joe <laughs> it's three levels do you uh so you don't really jump out you don't really blame that one guy who was in the control room who kept pushing people beyond their actual position uh no no i don't blame him and not in, not in, it's not entirely his fault even if that story is true i mean he said he was taking a dump Right, right. And there was this, we 30 people in the room that said yeah, he did it. Yeah, well, but also I should mention that it was actually, the real cause was me. I took a dump in there, <laughs> and that caused the explosion. John it, famously still radioactive. pooped in our house last summer, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on a particularly hot and muggy day, yeah. it, it whiffs up, wafts up from the my, place. My hair is falling out still. <laughs> <laughs> you walked into an open reaction. Johnny Poo Poo's. 
<laughs> no, the, I thought. Who do you guys blame? I mean, it seemed like that guy's fault. A bunch of people were telling that guy, "You're pushing it too far. You're pushing it too far. You're gonna fuck the balance up." I you blame socialism. I don't want to get involved <laughs> in a communist regime. This is what I'm I'm learning as you get older. Is there have been so many? I was just reading a graphic novel this week, "The Arab of the Future." I don't know if you've read it. No. About this guy named Riyadh who's from France and he lives in Libya and he lives in Syria. In both Libya and Syria, had these like authoritarian allegedly socialist dictators who just glut the country. They put in uh, political oppression so people can't talk back to superiors even if they know they're correct. There's no recourse for decision-making because you just have to follow the directions from above. It'll be different with Bernie and AOC, though. It's going to be different. <laughs> Do you think that perfect socialism doesn't exist? Yeah, definitely not. I, I am leaning more towards I love American freedom. I love the negative rights <laughs> constitution. Uh, in our founding fathers were fearful of authority. So so we try and just l not let people tell us what we can and can't do. All right. We just we just want to be so free. So down with AOC. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that's what you I said. Love, <laughs> that's what you said. I love freedom. I love freedom. However, the short drifting, the cheapening and using, uh, you know, like cheap and cutting corners that could ease just as easily happen in a capitalist country just trying to save an extra couple of bucks but the reason that it doesn't happen over here is because of government regulation right safety safe uh you know what's that co company called that does all that um safety that first John osha osha oh, osha yeah. is in there being like oh that looks like a graphite <laughs> yeah. I mean, OSHA's really in there just sitting at home and then clocking 42 hours <laughs> overtime. <laughs> Much like the Massachusetts State Troopers. Yeah. Oh. But very unlike my fellow union boys out there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> unions, honest people, workers first, baby. Workers of the world unite. Uh, so, yeah, they, the USSR, they, immediately after he gives that speech, um, the guy comes over that like represents the USSR and he's like, yeah, we're not going to run that, and uh, you're going nowhere. You're, you can't talk to those two people that have been your friends for a long time, and you're going to kill yourself in a few years. And he does. Yes. He commits suicide. You know, they say 13 reasons why is driven youth suicide. I think they need to put a new warning on Chernobyl because Chernobyl's like, he committed suicide, and it worked. People listened to him. They li <laughs> his legacy lived on. His suicide was the best thing he ever did. Well, a lot of times the martyr can be very powerful. Mary Dyer, she was executed for you know her religious beliefs in Boston. But did she commit suicide for her religious beliefs? No, she See, didn't. She didn't then. do it. She Mary Dyer, she committed. Not a martyr to me. She was a martyr. She committed suicide, and three hundred years later, they named the Hooters and Saugus after. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else was interesting about the show. I mean, if you guys were going to be testifying, you guys think you would uh, you would do what Lagrazov did, or would you just tell do what the state told you to do? I would say... I would back down immediately. We all know that. They gave him an institute. I'd say, well, how about a lake house? If they threw in a lake house, <laughs> I'd be in. You guys want to bargain this episode. You want to, you want a thousand bucks an hour to clean up the Chernobyl disaster. <laughs> you want a thousand... You want a lake house to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. A couple of If whores. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, I probably could be bought, but uh, it would take a lake house. Yeah. What if we... Well, yeah, we know what I'll do is I'll get a lake house, but... It's, I'm going to have the whole west side of the building made out of tin and it's going to heat up to an, it's going to be like an oven and it's going to be it's going to be like a Faustian bargain. You're going to be like, oh, I screwed up. I'm going to have a lake house, but I'm going to live in a van across the street from it and watch and see if the USSR is trying to kill me. In there. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good idea. The van's cozier anyway, too. You know what it did do a good job before the Chernobyl disaster? It does make the USSR kind of look nice. 
It's like a spring day. People are on bikes. Kids are chucking. Yeah. Famously gray. A lot of people go to Russia. They describe it as gray. Gray buildings. I had a Belarusian teaching assistant in college. I found her very unpleasant. I don't know <laughs> if that was what related was, to her Belarusianness. What was uh, unpleasant was it about Chernobyl? Her? She was intense. She was, uh, she was intense, yeah. and I just remember not enjoying her. I don't remember any specific examples. Did you guys have sex relations? No, we didn't. I wouldn't even say we had sexual tension. I did not find her sexually attractive. <laughs> she was like kind of thin and fit, but uh, I, That's I not your type. you. Yeah. No. Was she thin and fit because of Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she miscarried. <laughs> oh, um, okay, uh, tell me... Why is nuclear power good? Nuclear power is good because it's super efficient. There are many countries in the world that use it. It's very efficient, and it, like, works well, and it it doesn't create fossil fuels, but it creates nuclear waste, right, which is horrible. And then the 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 emotional appeal, the emotional fear of a meltdown, which is unlikely but devastating, overwhelms people against it. Why do they put them on the the moon? Oh, the nuclear waste? Yeah, why don't it would they cost put, too much? Why don't they? Well, one day when it doesn't cost too much, why don't they put nuclear power plants on the moon? Then they got to send the power back. Or you could just live on Long the moon. Long wires. <laughs> Long wires. That's a good idea. <laughs> These are good ideas. Or yeah, put the waste on the moon, like with a vacuum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that would work. I think waste on the moon is actually not a bad idea. Or if you guys do the moon, why don't you just throw it into the sun? That would be the best idea. I feel like that's ninety-three million miles, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's, you're already going to the moon, which is ninety-two million. No. Yeah, 92 million miles to the moon, <laughs> 93 million miles to the sun. If you go look up in the sky, the moon is like this and the sun is like this. It's like right next to each other. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear my big science idea for a vacuum? <laughs> so yeah. This is kind of this. If I went to Shark Tank, I probably might have brought this up. We've done a lot of podcasting before in my life, but this is my big idea. You know how we're running out of water in America, in yes. the world? In yes. the next wars, potable well, water. Oil will not be what we're fighting over in 200 years. We'll yes. be fighting over water, right? Yeah. Here's my idea. You go up to Mars with the polar, the ice caps on Mars, right? Yes. Huge, huge bag. <laughs> what? A giant bag. Oh, a huge Of a bag. big fart? No, no. <laughs> a huge bag. And you melt the wire with this sort of like suck slash flamethrower thing. Yes. And it brings the water. You've into talked about this before, right? <laughs> it brings the water into the bag. Uh huh. And then you bring the bag back to the world. Ooh. How about this? How about this? How about uh, just grab the ice and then take the ice back here and we'll melt it here? <laughs> well, now we're. No, because that's. Because ice doesn't move as well. Okay. Liquid is like. Yeah, you know? I hear you. <laughs> All That's right, great point. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do a meme minute at Chernobyl real quick? Okay, Chernobyl meme. Yeah. Chernobyl okay, meme. All right. okay, All right. okay. Panel one: the steel balls are fall- going up and down, up and down, up yeah, and down. Yeah. Right, and uh, there's a guy in the control room going, "Oh boy, what's going on?" It's panel two: a, a guy walking into the men's bathroom. <laughs> 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 panel, two, panel three, explosion <laughs> everywhere. I got my meme. All right, it's uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly, and uh, he's being sentenced to prison, and the judge says, I sentence you to 12, and then R. Kelly smiles in the next panel, and in the third panel it says, thousand years in prison. <laughs> And then, uh, like, because Chernobyl. 
<laughs> the half life of no. the, the, the fissile material. Oh. All right, all right, ready? So this is a local meme for like people who commute in the South Shore area. <laughs> okay. So there's a four river bridge in Quincy Weymouth border. Perfect. Everybody knows and that, that bridge. bridge goes up sometimes and <laughs> ships come out. And if you end up behind the four river bridge when it's up, you're screwed like 45 minute d- d- uh, delay. Okay. Right. So first panel picture of a bunch of cars waiting at the Four River Bridge in Quincy. Yeah. Okay. Second panel, that image of R. Kelly from Trapped in the Closet where he's in a convertible. Yeah. And little bubble said, I wish that this was a the bridge was empty. Third panel, bridge of death from Chernobyl. <laughs> R. Kelly driving across with no traffic. Wow. That is a good meme. <laughs> Um, all right. That'll be huge in local Facebook groups. Yeah, that's going to be big. A Deepak Chopra moment, a moment where we enjoyed the show. For me, I've already it. said it, the green tile in the interrogation. Oh, okay, that's okay. true. You did You did mention like the green tile. I uh, My Deepak Chopra moment was... Um, uh, oh, Jack, you go. I'll think of something. My Deepak Chopra moment was kind of just how it's a confused... Like, I don't know anything about science. And it explained it in such a manner that I felt like I was knowledgeable by the end of it. And Chernobyl is a fascinating historical event. Uh, Gorbachev believes that it was the cause of maybe the fall of the USSR. Yep. And uh, so that was interesting to me. My uh, Deepak Chopra moment was the ride or die motherfucker who refused to take responsibility and said he was taking a shit when it all went down. I like that. <laughs> that That's is a cool. very gutsy yeah. move. That's cool uh, guy, baby. To be like, yeah. no, it wasn't me. I was it, taking a dump. I love when he says I was taking a dump and they put on the sunglasses. <laughs> I was taking a dump. All right. Uh, quick ad read real quick. Um, if you have a baby and you don't want it, remember to bring it to a... Baby, safe haven. <laughs> baby, safe haven. <laughs> All right, let's do a roll for Chernobyl, it. not a baby safe haven. <laughs> exact opposite. All right, so let's use this as fodder for the role play. When they tell the guy, Lagasov, they're like, no one will talk to you, okay? So let's do Lagasov. He's at like a pool hall, and everybody's ignoring him, but he's trying to get their attention. Sounds good. You be so Lagasov. I'll be Lagasov. Oh, hey, no yes. We're There's just they're just two guys who are ignoring Lagos. All right, I'm Putin. All right, uh, do you want to play eight ball or nine ball? Hey guys, I like to split an eight ball with you and do cocaine. Whoa, Ooh, I like the cocaine. Cocaine yeah. is hey, my favorite thing. Have you got guys? Did you see the um, football game today? I'm I, sorry, comrade. I don't hear anything. I hear I, nothing. No, comrade, guys, do you like sports? I don't, I don't know what is going on. I see nothing but a. Pathetic old man. Hey, hey, hey. He calls you pathetic old let man. Me, <laughs> let me whisper you a secret. Hey, um, nobody will talk to me, <laughs> but uh, I really want to talk hey, to people. Comrade, are you talking to this pathetic old man? Absolutely not, comrade. I would never do this. This would violate the will of the hey, state, uh, the great go- USSR. Yes, it's strong. You do not you know strong what, as ever. Strong like hard penis. Yes, <laughs> I like to be your comrade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. comrade. Hey, guys. Ooh. So if you won't yeah. talk to Maybe me. instead of playing eight ball, we can play four balls. Banging against <laughs> yeah. each wait, other. Wait, wait. Make uh, it yes. six. Make it six Push balls. I'm oh, sorry, my friend. I don't tell you. Do I not call him your friend. He is an enemy of the state. Wait. He's Will Smith. <laughs> hey. Pass, I love his movie. Pass me the pool cue. Mm, oh, oh. Short thing. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what you do with that? 
All right. I will talk to you now. Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bending over, comrade. I learned I'm bending these over, comrade. at uh, Lake Valley uh, High School in Red Oak, uh, California. Not funny, comrade. Not funny. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, comrade. Mr. Comrade, Mr. comrade. Comrade. I'm your comrade, and to get the comrade, I need you to tear down <laughs> those pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, what do you give this episode? I give this an eight. Of three, the podcast. Three. three. <laughs> oh, three. No, no. Wow. I thought it was boring to uh, do a trial if Johnny Cochran's not involved and OJ is innocent. <laughs> seven. I thought it was great. 